Be joyful because you have hope. Be patient in times of trouble and pray at all times. Romans 12, 12. Welcome to this episode of Hope and Struggle. Let me tell you about something really cool that happened this week. Hey, you guys. My name is Mindy Lawhorn. I am your host and creator of Hope and Struggle. I created this out of some very interesting things that God has brought me through and just the fact that He's always given me hope through all of the struggles. Somehow He's given me a little thing to laugh at or look at or say, well, wait a minute, this is the bright side of this. And I just want to share with you some of the things that God not only has shown me, but even in the seasons that I'm in and going through, I want to share those things to give you hope and to somehow give purpose to all the pain that unfortunately has come in our lives. I'm a widow and Lee, my sweet husband, passed away of cancer um, in December of 2019. And depending on when you're listening to this, that's almost three, like we are just a couple of weeks away from that being three years, y'all. And it's, it's crazy. Because I think the first year, let's just talk about the years real fast. By the way, if you're a widow or you know someone who's been widowed, will you share this with them? Because this podcast is going to be about the purpose in what you feel like you're supposed to do, even when you can't see the path, there is purpose in it. And this week, I've got proof to show you. But let's dial back and just talk real quickly about what it's felt like these last few years. So Lee died December 13th, 2019, right before Christmas. And by the way, let me let you know that that was a gift from God. A lot of people go, oh my gosh, do you hate the holidays? Are you so weary of the holidays? And I'm like, no, we love them. God did us a solid when he took Lee during Christmas because number one, we love Christmas so much. We are crazy Christmas people. I remember after Lee passed, um, you know, we had all the Christmas stuff in our house up already and friends of mine came from all over and my sweet friend Shalene came in um, from California and she walked in my house and this is after Lee has passed and, you know, everyone's at the house just talking and being there and she goes, Mindy, this is like next level Christmas. And I just remember laughing and, you know, telling her, we love it so much. We're crazy, crazy Christmas people. I mean, Santa has thrown up in our house and and I'm happy about it. I welcome all of his throw up in my house because I love it. I love it so much. If there could be glitter everywhere, there would be. And with Lee passing at Christmas, this is my viewpoint on this. That was a gift because God knew we could not be sad during Christmas. God knew that Lee would be so disappointed in us if we chose our funnest, happiest time of the year to now, you know what I mean? We had him, and I look at the joy in that. I look at the joy with all this life, all of this fun, and all of the traditions that we created in Christmas. So for us, putting up that tree and all the decorations makes us happy. It makes us joyful. It makes us feel that little difference in, okay, we don't have, this isn't a normal week. We have to get through. This is like something extra fun. And I wake up every morning and turn all the lights on. I turn all the Christmas lights on. And when Garrett comes down the stairs, he said it already multiple times this year. And yeah, I already have Christmas stuff up. Get over it. Um, he goes, mom, this just makes me so happy. I go, it does me too, bud. You know, just, I don't even care. I love it. It makes me so happy. So that being said, Christmas is good. And so that first year after Lee passed, Christmas, we just, we're in the middle of it, you know? And the first 12 months, I feel it's, you're kind of deer in the headlights. Even if you knew your person was 
sick. Even if you knew, you're still like, you just are like, oh, you know, during headlights trying to get through it. The second year, you're fighting, just fighting, you know, like, I'm like, I'm going to do this and I'm not going to be a statistic and let's go and whoo, suck it, suck it up, Mindy. You know, come on, let's go. Like, if you even want to know the conversation that goes on in my head, it's something like that. Get up. And then year three that we're almost done with, I have to be honest, in my mind, I'm like, okay, all right, already, I'm over this. Let's go. Let's, I'm tired of waking up with that knot in my stomach. I'm tired of feeling like I'm just treading water. I'm tired of feeling like all these things that I'm doing that I feel that God is, you know, pushing me to do, I feel like they have no purpose. And God reminded me of something this week that there is purpose to this all. And let me share that story with you. So fast forward three years to where we are today. I'm doing these podcasts you know, I'm posting things from people I know that are widows, people I know that are fit widows, people I know that are Christian widows, people I know that have my same values, people that are widows, but still choose to get up and do things, people that are choosing not to stay in in that grief. Like, I'm still in, I still have a lot of grief, you guys, but I choose not to stay in it because it it's fruitless. It helps no one, and it certainly doesn't help me and my boys, but it's still there, mind you, it's still there. So sharing all those things and doing these podcasts and just praying about it and trying to write things and try to do little Bible studies, you you sometimes think, why am I doing this? It has no purpose, nobody cares. And it's not that I need people's approval. I just want to know that it's encouraging someone, right? So I'm at UT Southwestern Medical for my mom to have a little day surgery. By the way, this is the exact hospital where Lee passed. The exact, like the room that my mom was in. Oh, Lord have mercy, PTSD. I'm like, oh, Jesus. I said, okay, it's fine. We're here for my mom. This isn't about me. Quit making it about you. But the room was the exact room. The last time I ever talked to Lee, spoke to him, you know, with him speaking back to me, that room. So I take my mom, which is a whole nother show. I should do a podcast just on my mother. Oh gosh, she is a piece of work. By the way, it was day surgery. She didn't come home because they gave her fentanyl. The girl could not handle it. A girl could not handle it. <laughs> she ended up spending the night. We had to come back the next day. She was like kind of hallucinating a little bit, but in the funniest way. <laughs> and by the way, if you know my mom at all, if you follow me on social, you got to follow me. If, you, if, if anything, for my mother. She's just next level. Anyway. So she's in surgery or she just got out and my two older sisters went in to see her. And so there can only be really one person, but we they're so small that it would basically equal one person. So they're both in there. Well, I'm finally sitting down going, okay, she's through it. Good. Okay. This is going to be good. I'm sitting down in the waiting room, which is by the way, this gorgeous, huge two-story open, beautiful art everywhere, light, crisp, clean waiting area. And I grab my phone because I'm finally going to check my phone for the first time really in hours. And someone across the way goes, Mindy. And I'm like, so I look with my eyes. I didn't turn my head. She goes, is your name Mindy? And I lifted my head and I'm like, yeah, it is. She goes, oh my gosh, Mindy, I follow you. My name is Stephanie. I lost my husband almost three years ago. You have no idea what you've done for me. Okay, pause pause. Like, just push the pause button for a second. I'm sitting there and I'm like, God, you showed up once again. He, with this one girl, Stephanie, who has moved 
from San Antonio after her husband died, by the way, in a freak little surgery. She's a rep for a 3M company, happened to be there for a, you know, a meeting. I happened to be there for my mom. And she starts telling me her story. So, I, I, like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, I ask God all the time to show me these things. I say, God, please show me. Please, when I least expect it, I'm begging you. I love you. I trust you. I'm ready. I'm open. Please show me something in the human world <laughs> that makes me realize this does matter. So I, I unpause the pause in my head and listen to her speak. She told me about her two young children and how her husband had had just a almost routine surgery and then they couldn't get his heart to start, stop, you know, beat properly. And God chose to take him during that surgery. She lived in San Antonio. She was a medical rep then as well. And there was an opening here in like Fort Worth, Dallas, Fort Worth area. And so she just said, I have to be close to family. I have to get out of San Antonio. And she moved up here. She said, I found you through Instagram. And I've been listening ever since. And you have no idea what God has done through you for me. All right, so let's talk about this. <laughs> this is what God does when we do those things that we feel that we should do, even though we can't see why we're doing them. To me, this is the perfect example of be focused on the task, not the outcome. By the way, that is one of my most favorite lines I tell to all my coaches. I have a fitness business. I have, I, I coach people how to do the business and how to talk to other people. And it's funny how so many of them, they're like, but why would I do this? I don't see anything from doing, why would I do this? And my loving quote to them is, listen to me, be focused on the daily task of the things you can control, not the outcome of these tasks that you can't control. And by the way, it's so human of us to know what we're going to get for our work. It's so human of us to know, okay, I bought this. When am I going to get my return? It, God doesn't work like that. Like, like our work for Him, for His glory and the good of others, it doesn't really work like that. But our hope in Him does. Listen to this. I always pray to our God and our Lord Jesus Christ, to the glorious Father, I pray that He will give you a spirit that will make you wise in the knowledge of God. The knowledge that He has shown you, I pray that you will have greater understanding in your heart. Then you will know the hope of God that he has chosen to give us. I pray that you will know that the blessings God has promised his holy people are rich and glorious. Ephesians 1, 17 through 18. God has so much for us in this earthly world, not just after, but we have to step into faith or step out into faith however you want to look at it, and do the things we know we should, even when we don't understand why. Even when we are like, why would I do that? Nobody cares. This isn't helping anyone. You know, I feel stupid, you know, sharing all these things. I feel stupid talking about all the things I'm going through because it just feels like I'm just, you know, blah, blah, blah. Or as we say with my mother, blah, 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 you know. But that's proof. God gave me proof through Stephanie, who, by the way, pretty sure we're going to be friends. Such a cool Go get her, but going, I don't even know what the heck's going on. And by the way, she cussed a couple of times. That makes me like her even more. She's like, I don't, I don't even know what I'm doing. I just know I can't sit down. I have to keep going. I have to keep going for my kids and I have to give purpose through this pain. And I don't really know how. And I'm like, I'm so thankful that you had the guts to say something. She goes, I feel weird. I felt weird saying it, but I knew I had to tell you. 
And I'm like, you're blessing me. Jesus is blessing me through you because I feel like nothing I do matters. I feel like all this grief, all this widow talk, even the fitness stuff, I feel like I want to help people through this. I want to reach people through this. But, you know, when when there's no like return on this work, at least in what we can see, we think it's all for naught. But that right there, sisters and brothers, I guess if we have brothers listening, you guys, that's proof. You have no idea what God is doing through your work. But here's the cool part. We have to figure out through him how to be okay with not getting that kind of response. We can pray for it. And I think God will give it to us when when we need it. But doing it because it's the right thing to do. Be focused on the task because we know it's what we should do. And be less worried about the outcome, outcome and the ROI. You know what I mean? With God, the return on investment is much different, but it's eternal. It has eternal value and nothing will matter more. So I share this story with you to encourage you. What are you doing right now that you feel has no purpose? What are you doing right now or what are the things you're working on that you feel like you hear nothing? It's like, you know, just crickets. Maybe it's in your prayer life. Can I let you know that your prayers will never return void? They are like sweet incense to our precious Savior. They are precious to Him. And just because you don't hear an answer or just because things don't change doesn't mean He doesn't hear you. He's preparing something far greater for you and I than anything we can pray for or beg or make happen. If you're at all like me and you're like bull in a china closet with some things and you want to push something into being and you want to make something happen, can I lovingly share with you to wait on Jesus? I know you don't want to. I don't want to. Son of a gun, I don't want to. Listen, I'm three years alone. I'm real tired of being alone. But I know that I can try to make things happen and they'll never be right. What he has for us is far greater far more precious, far more yummy and beautiful and, 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 and godly than anything we could ever try to make happen. So I'm going to stand in the gap with you. Would you stand in the gap with me? I'll pray for you. Will you pray for me? Because our efforts do matter. Anything we do for Jesus or for God's glory or for the good of others through his love matters. That girl that came up to me at the hospital, at the very hospital where Lee passed away, where I'm sitting there shoving all my emotions down and just going, it's fine. It's okay. Minnie, this is for your mom. You got to be here for your mom. Get over it. Quit being, you know, couldn't have all these emotions. But that was the first time I'd been back in three years. I don't want to go back to the hospital. Like, I don't want to go back. But look what Jesus did and look what he like solidified for me. Look what he gave me is that there's proof of purpose through that girl. And by the way, I'm not doing it for the plaza people. I just want to know that it's helping. I just want to know that it's giving hope. I want to know that it's drawing people back to Jesus. Maybe they've never been there before in their life, or maybe they haven't prayed in years. You don't have to be the kind of Christian that you saw your mother's friends be. You don't have to be that kind of Christian that you think is only in this church or that church. All that it is about is a relationship with Jesus. All it is about is you seeking him and trying to find him and reading his reading His word. And are you going to park next to me? Oh my gosh, you guys. Okay, sorry. Please forgive me. 
I got in the self. I was, I was in the Jesus realm, and then I got in the self. Please don't hit my vehicle. I love it so much. Anyway, point... <laughs> Hi, welcome to my world. Point is, anything we do for Jesus, anything we do for the love of others will not return void. But I will tell you this. We, going, we are going to have to get out of our own head. We're going to have to get out of our own way. And we're going to have to do it because it's what we should do and not be worried about the outcome. Focus on the task, not the outcome. Because God gave me a nod last week going, you're doing right. Keep going. And that's all I needed. That's all I needed. And I praise Jesus for that. Let me pray. Jesus, I love you so much. I lift up everyone listening. God, I love you. God, I need you desperately. I thank you that we can come together when we're miles and miles apart and maybe even years apart. Lord, I lift up just all my sisters that are hurting. Maybe they haven't lost someone, but maybe they're in a season of just pain. Maybe they're in a season they don't know what to do. Lord, our world is so weird right now. And if we keep looking around, we're going to get more and more tripped up. Where we should look is to you. Where we should look is to your word and ask for you to explain your word to us and let it not only be real, but just pierce our hearts. Lord, I pray that you would just push us and draw us to seek you because that's where peace lies. That's where clarity lies. All of the things of this world are are just so confusing and and, and hateful and, and just there's evil in there, Lord God. But with you, there's peace, there's hope, there's joy, even in the midst of all this pain. Lord, I lift up all my widows and widowers to you. Such a weird, weird ride. And, it, and, and I think sometimes we think, well, I will meet someone someday and then things will get better. But I know now that I pray that for us, if that is your will, but we'll always be widows. We'll always be widowers. We might be remarried, as my friend Kim Murray said, but Lord, that will always be a thing. I just pray that it will be used for the glory of you and the help of others and not just another piece of baggage we have to carry, Lord God. Please let us give all our baggage to you. I love you, Jesus. I thank you. I ask all this in your name. Amen. You guys, thank you for being here. I hope that this is helpful. I just wanted to encourage and I just wanted to give you love and just show you that, yeah, it stinks, but there's ways that we can move forward with it. Please come to Hope and Struggle. I've got a website. I've got, obviously, this podcast. But I also have a little women's group. It's a, called The Bible Babes. And it has morphed over the last three years into just this really cool zero drama, zero judgment women's community. We have a live event every year that is off the charts fun, off the charts fun, crazy fun, like not just this Jesus women's event. We laugh, we dance. We went to, we went to Billy Bob's last year. Oh my gosh, you guys, we had so much flipping fun. I would love for you to come. I would love for you to be a part of the babes and just see if that's a community for you. Come and see me, thebiblebabes.com or even come to mindylawhorn.com and it's got everything I do, everything I have and a lot of free stuff for you. Thank you for being here. I love you. Bye.